It is 2017. <clears throat> Technically, it is the 11th, um, but we were joining you guys here on Friday. I'm doing all right. I'm kind of tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of things have been uh, taking place. Right, um, right, right. If right. you want to go ahead and introduce our topic for the day. Well, Good, sir. Uh, I wanted to call it uh, something. Um, I just want to, we just want to give our commentary on the uh, whole Kimberell um, issue dealing with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. So, um, ain't taking it there for the new year. Well, you know, I <coughs> thought that it was going to be, you know, they really think that we should do anything, but basically, I I feel like we should because. It's a lot deeper than what we think it is. So, uh huh. That's how I feel in my spirit. It's a lot deeper than just her preaching against the spirit of homosexuality and, and what she said. Um, people want to just rip that cl- clip to, to shreds. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we see that the body of Christ has some, some issues with it, you know, and yeah, I would, um, my thoughts on it, you know, I've I've voiced my opinion on it um, via Facebook and had quite a number of uh, different people. Uh, some I didn't expect to comment uh, a certain way, <clears throat> but um, my my viewpoint on it is, for one, she was quote unquote cleaning house, right, um, and on the other uh, point. Um, you know, she was addressing church. You know, it, it. She was stating what the what the Bible says, right. and so it's not so much. You know, and someone who will remain nameless. You know, went live. Who's very popular from Akron. Um, you know, had said, uh, "It's the way that you present the information," so on and so forth. And I I agree with that. But even still, um, people are going to have a problem with the truth, regardless of who or how it comes from right true you know i could be talking in this manner that i am right now and people will have a problem i mean people have had a problem with what i said about the movie moana right right and they've had problems with what i said about comet pizza and all that other kind of stuff even when i present the facts right so it doesn't matter what exactly or how exactly you do it to an extent it does i mean i'm not saying if you're abrasive and and visceral in the way that you present truth to somebody um that it should be received regardless but what i'm saying is that no matter because the bible is offensive right right it's offensive because everybody has fallen short and it's going to offend you in some sort i've been offended by the bible once or twice i'm like okay well lord lord this is something i want to do but your word says i shouldn't do it so i'm going to have to take it on the chin and submit to you Right. And so really it's a matter of 
removing oneself from the equation and saying, Lord, how could I be more like you and follow your ways and uh, uh, what your Bible advises for me to do as a believer? Um, it is a Bible for believers when it comes to that, you know, uh, stance. Um, but is a Bible also for the non-believers to understand what must you do to be saved and remain saved and hold on to your salvation? No, so it's not it's not on works, but it's about living holy. And I find it interesting that when someone brings up that what would seem to be a common thread in Christianity is receiving so much visceral attack. Right, right. That's that's good. I, I feel like this man. It's it's nothing new under the sun, as the Bible says, and. And so this is just one of many. Well, this is pretty new, I would say, with uh gospel industry. Um, there has been some other individuals who are main, nameless um, that aren't the straightest male in the world, but you can see it on them. Right. And the way they carry themselves and um, behave as a gospel performer. Um, but it is something that, as she said, it cannot be ignored. It needs to be handled and just because there are people that chose a certain lifestyle and they're being they have a gift doesn't mean you should be allowed to uh live in sin unrepentantively and operate within the church right true 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 um case in point you know read throughout corinthians the church of corinth which is one of my favorite books uh, both on one and two addresses me these many things because they were dealing with what we were dealing with now you know one brother in particular was bragging about sleeping with his father's wife who was his stepwife and right, right. you know uh, Paul was like hey this isn't right you know and it became an issue because the church allowed him to continue to attend and be a part of the body and be unrepentative and then they started to brag about his ability to do such so what i'm saying is if there is an individual who is struggling in sin mm -hmm. and the church knows about it and the church does not try to love that brother to the point or sister um to the point of repentance and, and trying to put that sin out and endorses that sin whether publicly or privately i mean you're endorsing it publicly when you allow them to continue in service Good point. Good Even point. though it's in private. <laughs> right. right. So the church congregation may not know, but administration knows that this individual is struggling with this sin. Now, one thing by struggling, I mean struggling and not trying to go and sin no more. I'm not saying struggling and they may fall or they're in the process of reconciliation with the Lord and trying to get rid of that. Right. That's one thing. That's one thing. You know, but confessing your sins to one another. You know, and the person that is the conf uh, that one that is confessed to, I believe will. And the, the Bible says this: you'll be held more accountable because they're coming to you for direction, right. and you're allowing them to continue in that sin because you're trying to use the gift that God gave them, right, in the house of God. So, with, regarding Kim Burrell, um, I'm with her, as the T-shirt says when they were campaigning with Hillary Clinton, right. I'm with her on this. Now, could she have said it a lot better? Yeah. Right. Um I'm I used to I, I used to be where she was in in that vernacular. 
where I was very uh, van buoyant, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and boisterous when talking about those types of topics, you know, right. from homosexuality to tattoos or fraternities and sororities, all that kind of stuff. Okay. But, you know, the Lord has brought me to a place where um, it's more conversational and it's just presenting the information because, again, it's not my job to make someone receive the fruit, receive the seed. It's my job to put it in their hands right, and put it sure. in their hearts. So when it comes to that, um, it's my job to protect the flock. So if I'm a pastor, such as Kim Burrell, and I give you the seed and you don't receive it, well, then it's my job to sit you down, period. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, period. Because I have to protect the flock. And I don't want that spirit to hop on or uh, the spirit of disobedience, you know, um, uh, or, or being desensitized to conviction of the Holy Spirit that wrong is wrong and right is right. So it's my job as a leader to say, hey, you know, we need to talk about this issue that you're dealing with. You know, um, right. how do you feel? And if they're like, well, I don't. I don't feel any kind of way. I can do what I was like, okay, well, um, your services are no longer required at this time, you know, at a, at a time that you want to, you know, work on this and, you know, repent and everything. Then we could talk about working again together. And I'm, that's from a label standpoint, you know, whether it's an artist or, and I've, I've found out things after the fact, but now after the fact, I understand why it happened that way. But, I would, that's how I would handle it. Um, I wouldn't be like, uh, you know, I'd be saying, Hey, you know, there's some things that I heard. I want to make sure that they're verified. Okay. They're verified. All right. Um, what are we going to do about this? You know, I'm not going to be the type of person like another record label that will remain unnamed with a popular rapper. Right. And there was, um, what's the word? Uh, um, What's up, Sid? What's up, Eric Price? Um, what was it? Uh, Don't Blink's on live right now for those listening. Um, I'm on live. I'm on uh, live. But what I was going to say was um, infidelity. Infidelity. So infidelity takes place. Let's say infidelity takes place with one of our artists at KP Music Records. Right. I'm not going to automatically be like, well, he did that. He's gone. Period. <laughs> no. Right. Now, I'm going to talk to the brother, sister, and gotta be like, handle, okay, hey. Got to handle it delicately. I got to. Yeah. Not even delicately. I have to handle it with, with with wisdom. Right, right. So what wisdom tells me is that, okay, there's this accusation against my brother. Let me go to my brother or sister, figure out what's going on. Is it validated? Okay, it's validated. Okay, how do they feel about it? Because we know in our scripture, and we'll talk, walk it through together and say, hey, the scripture says we need to do this, this, this. Right. And this is against how we run in our group. Right. So are you going to handle this? And if not, then this is what the repercussions is. So those that understand gospel rap and the history of it know exactly what situation I'm talking about. Right. So whether it's infidelity or homosexuality or drunkenness. Any sin. Any sin. Right. You know what I'm saying? That has allowed someone to come under, which Paul advises us not to, which is night and day on this on this given topic right but what i'm saying is it's wrong the bible tells us it's wrong right old and new testament right i'm not just talking about leviticus 
even in Romans, know you not that so many of us that uh, 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 were baptized with Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death. There were we were baptizing uh, unto death, the life of Christ from the race of the uh, Father. Right. Even so, we also shall walk in newness that's right. of life. That's, right. that's Romans 6, 1 through 6, 1 through 4. That's the word. Um, and then it also says that, um, you know, uh, know you not that those are effeminate those are drunkenness those are revilers um um and reviler is a person that likes to stir up nonsense that person in your life that always wants to stir up confusion and all that kind of stuff so all these different things are listed very specifically in the new testament of those that won't inherit the kingdom of god meaning they won't cross over so that's good in the church in the church it don't matter if you can sing or lead the choir or play the baddest on the organ or play the baddest on the drums or sing till the rafters come down because gifts come without repentance. It don't matter if you're in the church or in the world. God gave you that gift for you, but he gave you the free the uh, free will to use it however you see fit. Mm-hmm. But there is rewards for every decision. There's a reward for using it for his glory in, in the way that he asks us to. And there's a reward for using it in your own selfish gain. That's good. That's good. I, you know, that's that's the that's the right thing to say in according to the scripture, and you know, you we want to apply that to every situation in our life. But you know, you got some variables here dealing with Kim Burrell. You got, you know, she's a gospel icon. You know, what I'm saying she's mm-hmm. a pastor. Um, you know, she's influenced many with her vocal ability and I know right. people are inspired by her. So, you know, and then she's been in the different arenas, different circles that she was, you know, singing with. Right. Um, who, uh, she sang with, uh, Pharrell and Pharrell. She sang yeah. with, uh, Frank Ocean. So yeah. Who's a, who's a, you know, practicing homosexual. So, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is I'm seeing the media become more terroristic towards, you know, the church through social media see, right. is becoming more terroristic, you know, in the sense of uh, commenting and posting uh, your commentary and ideas towards our own. You intolerance know and all that kind you of know, stuff. So, it's funny how those that want to be tolerant are intolerant of believers. Right. So it's just, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's <laughs> a whole nother scope. But, yeah. you know, like I was saying with you, you was talking about this, that basically, you know, God puts an anointing on you. He puts a gifting on you that transcends, like I said, the counterfeit church, the world, and the the authentic church. You know, and so your gift will make room for you everywhere, you know, everywhere you go. And like I said, those who are not strong in their faith and their mind or will say, hey, look, if she can do it, I can do it. You know, I have the same, God is using me. Mm. I have the same type of anointing on my life. You know what I'm saying? I, I have the same type of gifting on my life. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I went through the protocol through church. And so what, what I'm finding, what I'm finding, uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on? Uh, this is uh, Kojic. Anyway, what I wanted to say is that fact that, um, where was I? So those who aren't strong, those mm-hmm. who not, who not, who's not confident in their faith will say, hey, you know, or, or those who, where holiness is not, you know, you know, an actual practice in their life. They kind of right. go through the motions of church. 
Mm-hmm. They was like, hey, that's, that's you know, that's Kimberella. She anointed, you know, saying, so she's over here or they're over there. You know what I'm saying? They're doing this over here with this person. They're doing that. They're, they're, it's almost like it's a facade saying that God put this stamp on everything that they're doing. Well, I will say this. Um, I used to be one of those individuals that was like, well, I would never do this, this, this with this artist or this, that artist. Um to answer that question, well, she's done stuff with homosexuals before and all this other... I will say this. Um, Joe... Joseph was a Hebrew right. and was second to Pharaoh. Right. His name was Zaphnat Panea. Mm-hmm. It is documented in the Bible and in world history or world text, Egyptian text. Hieroglyphics and all that kind of stuff. So, to be second to Pharaoh and one of the most influential to this day um, and world dominating kingdoms Mm. and being a Christian, or, you know, for this, uh, you know, for this example, a Christian, um, I'm sure he was around those that were willfully practicing in sin and not trying to be any part of God. Now I cannot speak on what conversation she had with Frank Ocean, whether she witnessed to him or not. Right. But at, at the same time that get or whoever, or whoever, um, that, you know, song or record or whatever that she did with him, um, could have been strictly non ministry related, non gospel. Uh, and and he, he you know he could have went to her to do just a feature. Now regarding the Ellen DeGeneres situation, again she was talking to the church members, the church, the body, the Christian church. Now I don't understand why Ellen was so offended because the Bible says that over and over again, and people have an issue when people stand with the Bible and. It wasn't like Kim Burrell was saying um, or was going to say anything remotely like that. She was just going to go and do her job. Many of us have a job where we work with individuals that are homosexual, transgender, effeminate, all these different things. And also alcoholics, smokers, you know, smoke and do substances and all that kind of stuff. We have jobs. So with the and people don't understand this with the music industry that could be something that she was required to do because of her contract right with her record label like okay we need to do this feature with this artist and all this other kind of stuff right it's part of the job i'm sure there's many people listening right now that have done something they necessarily didn't want to do but it was a part of the job you having to work with an individual or something like that but in that relationship you have lord willing opportunities to witness now Again, she was cleaning the house. So for Ellen DeGeneres to be all like, well, she's not going to be on the show. Not at all. And she doesn't talk like that. But she's not going to be on the show. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just kind of ridiculous to me um, to be offended when you know what the Bible says. And ah. I don't even think she's a Christian, as it is. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's just, <clears throat> it's just, the pettiness taking it to a whole new level and for me just let Kim Burrell perform and then if you wanted to like 
if Ellen really wanted to be a championing member or whatever for the homosexual community, the smart thing would be to, and if she at that, and if she was as tolerant as she preaches of all people, going on, Tim? she would have allowed Kimberell to come on the show and then maybe ask her a question or two about her statements. Right. You see what I'm saying? And engage. But because she knows the truth, and she knows what that's what the Bible says and just thought that Kimberell was one of those okie doke Christians. <laughs> you know, she was like, well, nope, I'm not going to because I don't even want to give her a platform. So it's ridiculous. And even with BMI pulling her from the celebration of gospel performance, that's petty as well because it's it's gospel. So but, you know, I've also been enlightened to find out that there are many people within the gospel industry that as they are elevated um, in the gospel industry, and we're talking, I, don't, I really don't want to name drop on here, but I'll tell you later in private. Right, right, right. But personal witnesses that have performed with the superstars of gospel music have seen fornication take place, have seen homosexuality take place, have seen drug paraphernalia take place in these conference centers or hotels where people are being delivered below and the leaders are upstairs you know, being succumbed to these ways of the world. Now, I'll say this. Right. Even with that, um, everybody struggles with something. True, true. Everybody struggles. So it's just about management. It's about knowing what you need to eliminate yeah. out your and, life. And the, and, the Lord, and the Lord has brought me to a place where I was like, it's not what entereth a man that defileth him, but what comes out of a man defileth him. Right. So sexual immorality, which we addressed before, is uh defiling oneself right outside of the context of marriage uh and homosexuality is is defiling oneself it's immoral um as the bible states anything outside of that um you know it it it, it is is um not beneficial all things are lawful but not expedient right. so with what i say to those leaders Kimberrell and and everyone else that are struggling Please be authentic. Hmm. Try your best to be authentic. If you're struggling Whoa. with sin, confess your <laughs> sins to one he another. Said be authentic. Ah. Confess your <laughs> sins to one another <laughs> that you may be delivered. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Um, yeah, man. Um, that's important to be authentic. What I wanted to say, what I was, when I was, you know, talking about different people about this difference, I was taking listen to a lot of commentary. Uh, Tim Clinton has some commentary on the situation. No, he um, said his name. I was trying to keep his name out of I'm it. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, Tim. Anyway, so, you know, different people had commentary on, on social media um, venues and stuff like that. And I was listening and watching and trying to learn because you want to educate yourself the best you can on different things. And right. So, um, you know, it's it's it's, it's dangerous. What, I, what I'm seeing, man, is that, you know, back in my day, you know, if you had a platform, you know, you you had some education behind you. Right. You had some discipleship. Some discipleship. Some some. So you you learned the art of conversation. <laughs> okay. You learned what to say, what not to say before different people, before crowds. You know, you I, what I've learned and what I've seen. You know, uh, I'm gonna say the late Bishop, the late great Bishop Wagner, and you know, uh -huh. Locke. You have all these people that caliber of word we was brought up under. They they knew exactly what to say and how to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so people got convicted by what they said. Right. You know, so this type of word is not new to me. You know what I'm saying? Hearing that right. type of re rebuke 
isn't new to me. You not know what I'm saying? Um, you, you know, we had people And if you church. know the word, it's not new at all. Right. So, so people, we had people in church that would rebuke us. You know, I remember when we couldn't wear our shirts too long. You right. Know, uh, Bishop because Smith, of the lack of skirt. He, or he made like us pull our shirts in our pants. Yeah. So that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying, which I think was a schoolmaster or something greater. Anyway, so... Um, that so anyway, people would have that kind of platform, you know, you knew they was gonna say, you know they was gonna walk in some type of correction, you know what I'm saying? You right. know they're gonna they're, they're gonna address certain situations, whatever platform. Now you have this, you have, you know, live stream, you have all these different things where you have people that are able to have access to you know, someone who already have a platform, <laughs> give them a greater That's platform. prophetic. Yeah. Um, so, so, Second Timothy 316. Right. Or, or, um, I'm sorry, not, well, 316, you know, all scriptures for reproof and correction. Right. But uh, in Second Timothy, it states uh, that um, many shall uh, heap unto themselves teachers right. with itching ears. And it's crazy because now I'm seeing that with, with your reference to technology increasing and knowledge advancing, I'll support out my see, spirit amongst see, all flesh. See. see, in the last days, which we are in, you're seeing so many different people that have access to everyone mm -hmm. through live stream and stuff like that, right. that are preaching and speaking out of turn and out of ignorance. Um, and even with, and I know somebody's going to say it, but even with, you know, people saying, um, you know, well, the church uh, with the shirts too long and the dress and the skirts necessary and stuff like that. They were just trying to keep people from falling to temptation or falling to sin. So I understand it in that context. Yes, it may have been a little abrasive, right. but he who wins souls is wise. It worked for many in that time and not so many at other times. Right. So, you know, so we understand the Lord, it, worked, it worked for them. Yeah, yes, yeah. it worked for. It's not yeah. gonna work for this generation right here. Right, right, you know? and even and even, you know, the Lord is always consistently talking to us about how to address and respond um, to good. these different things that are happening. So, you know, with people having issues regarding, um, you know, the Bible being offensive. I'm sorry, and, and I take that back. I'm not sorry. The Bible's offensive. You know, there's certain things that I think in my mind. Or that I desire in my heart at times in temptation, right? That are not aligned with the Word of God, yeah. and it is offensive to me because it's like, well, I, I want to do it, I want to go and do it, but the Bible's like, no, you shouldn't, because this, 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 and every action has a reward, and I want the positive promises of God. I don't want the ones that are damning. Yeah, you know terrible. what I'm saying. So. If you're offended by the word in the gospel, and I, th I feel she was speaking more out of passion um, with maybe disgust in there. And I would have advised her like how I do it. I present scripture and then I present possibly a historical context as to why doing this is bad for you as opposed I, I, to speaking out of passion i mean you know you can you can criticize and you know people give a, a whole synopsis of uh, of, of uh, uh hermeneutical you know structure of message and when she was preaching and it, i guess you can do that if you want to you can analyze it you can i got apostles uh analyzing what she was saying and and critiquing you know the way she said it but i mean i hear you there but like I said, um, I was in the service where 
you know, at this particular time, uh, the leader was, he incorporated himself. Yeah. So therefore, because he incorporated himself, you couldn't record, you know, mm. they had his own miking system, you know, probably was recording and preaching, but you couldn't record, you couldn't, <laughs> back in the day, it was like a, it was, it was, it was a tape recorder, the big old huge tape recorder, and somebody had that in service. So he would not start to continue his preaching or start his preaching until that w that was confiscated. Mm-mm. So you see what kind of day and age we're in now where we can just take our phone and be like, boom, you know what I'm saying? Here, you li I'm live streaming where, you know, you had to pay for live streaming, you know, for, for a yeah. period of time and you stream and all different things. So now it's like now the platform that everybody wanted and the platform everybody was looking for for uh, gratification and, and, and for acknowledgement and be recognized now is, is now is there it's here mm -hmm. and what i'm saying is now we're we're all just saying what we're just discussing that the character and integrity and the immorality you know comes along with the gifting and anointing you know what i'm saying and, and so that's what that's what we're finding out that we're seeing that you know uh you got you got a whole lot of prophets on periscope at a, a certain time of night you know and they want to yeah. have intercession and they want to have prayer and they want to give it you know, prophetic word and, and, you know, some teach some, you know, and I'm not saying that all are in error, but you know, mm -hmm. you, you kind of wonder like, okay, but this, who, where's the validation, you know what I'm saying? Where's, where's the mother and the father that validates this particular person or if it's, yeah. you know, so I'm going to leave truth. I'm going to leave with this second Timothy four, three for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Right. So it's it, we're in that time now. Um, many teachers, so many false we're doctors. we're in a season where the ears are itching. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Itching to be heard and itching to hear. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> our show is over. <laughs> that was quick. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Brian, man. I'm sure it's over. Oh, Mark, hey, praise the Lord. Yeah. Mark so this is Crown One signing off. Yeah. This is Don't Blink signing off. Yeah, we might come back with a part two. We might, we might come back with a part two. All right. God bless you. God bless you. So what I was getting to, we're back. Yeah, we back. We're back. <clears throat> so you were getting to. Is there censorship coming? Is there is there censorship in the body of Christ? Is, oh, yeah. Is it, is, it, is it coming to a place where we can't say certain things? I don't know things. why people are surprised. Like, I'm, I'm no longer surprised by anything anymore. Right, like, right, right. But go ahead. Censorship is on the way. It's on the way. So, yeah. in other words, you know, so they're going to. So, so, instead of people want to be on TV and be known to be, <laughs> they be like, cut it off. I got, I got to say something. Well, yeah, like. Hmm. The Lord will elevate those he desires to elevate for his purpose. Right. You know, um, maybe one day Cave Music Records will receive a Grammy or something like that. Right. But I'm not pulling punches. We're never going to pull punches when it comes to Crown One, Cage, Bread For It, Don't Blink. Like, we're going to give you the truth. But even in giving you the truth, it's going to be offensive, but it won't be abrasive. Right. And that's where wisdom over knowledge comes into play. Right. Case in point, Muslims are very good at that. The Bible instructs us to be wise as a serpent, yet peaceful as a dove. Wisdom allows you, heavenly wisdom allows you to present the truth, but in a way that is receptive to the receiver. Mm -hmm. 
and with some, you know, whether they're dealing with uh, strong spiritual adversity via a spirit, um, they'll receive it with uh, much visceration or visceral attitude, regardless of how you present it. Word of the day, visceral. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what I'm saying is, you know, Muslims are very like case in point, Malcolm X, the movie. Right. You know, he comes in there and he's like, that's some nutmeg for you, you know, to get that monkey off your back. Hmm. So, you know, and then he um, and, I, you know, I love movies, so I know stuff. But uh, and then he and then, you know, goes on to say, who taught you that you should do that to your hair? Like, this is burning, man. All kind of stuff. So, like, we as believers need to understand the times and know what to do while being uh, wise as a serpent, yet peaceful as a dove. We have to understand how to present the truth because it's going to be offensive no matter how you present it. Right. But we need to know how to present it and allow the Holy Spirit to give us the words to say in that very hour and how to say it so that way it is more receptive on the ground that we're trying to plant. Yeah, so I agree, man. You have to have the art of conversation and you have to have the ability to convey it and you have to have the conviction and the power of anointing behind you to, to, to preach this gospel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the anointing is supposed to follow the gospel as, as, it's, as it's preached. You know, the signs are what it's supposed to follow. So part of the signs and wonders is conviction and, and, and mm-hmm. repentance and, you know, uh, the signs and wonders are, you know, that you change you, what you came out of your mouth. And you direct your soul and what you preach and what you release in your testimony when you save someone else. Right. You know, and that's and that's a miracle in itself, you know. Um, and so that's what I think a lot of, of us, you know, who are been, you know, in this for a long time, we overlook that. You know, and um, that's a sad thing, but it, it's true, you know, because we don't have the, the, the crowd or the, uh, you know, the prosperity, the prosperous things that, you you know, you, you need to have to make you feel like you arrived or you're, you know, you're noted, you're, you know, you're in your field of that. You you have the crowd, you have the finances, you have the look, you have uh, the website and all those different things that you have which right. to show that you blessed. And so if I'm so blessed then people will be attracted to my, to my things. And, and, you know, and that's, that's the dangers of those things that it has, uh, that it has what that has, it's dangerous because I'm not yeah. saying we're not supposed to have wealth, but it's just a so we live in this this whole level of generate. You have this this whole generation that says, you know, I have an I have an attitude, I have swag, I have all of these things. Look at me, yeah, you know, it's the God in me, you know, saying. So we look <laughs> at this, <laughs> we have this type of taking shots, you know, you know, where it's iconic, you know, uh, Carl. Last night was just telling, discuss with me the affectatious spirit. You know, mm. being affectatious. In other mm-hmm. words, you you need approval. Mm-hmm. And so now we have social media designed around me, me approval, me needing approval. So this validates me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This validates me. You know, uh, not that I I've saved someone uh, from from a, a you know from sin with what my life. Mm-hmm. No. I have people watching me on social media now. <laughs> so right. that validates that I'm anointed. <laughs> uh-huh. He's speaking hypothetically, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so. Just so people understand. He's like, <laughs> I feel validated because I'm on faith. No, that's, he's just he's We have a that. podcast, so therefore I'm validated because yeah. I'm anointed. But, which is, so the question is now, well, what, what validating 
what validation we're looking for. Right. You know, that's and and we have to look for we have to understand that we are not going to be validated by the world. Right. And so I'm not changing my title as a gospel rapper to a hip hop artist that happens to rap about the gospel <laughs> right. because I don't need the validation of the unsaved to try to save them. Right. Yes. I'll become all things to all men that they might be saved. Right. But I don't have to be apprehensive about my convictions for the gospel. I'm right. not going to say names or nothing like that, but what I'm saying is people just, you know, we just need to be real and, you know, authentic. if in authentic, you know, if, if you're a gospel person that struggles with stuff, you know, we was talking to our brother, you know, the other day right. you know, through a Bible study, you know, and I'm not going to say what he was struggling with, nah. but he was just like, you know, I struggle with this and um, the Lord has delivered me from it. But pray for me that I continue to be continuously delivered because a lot the misconception is and we're kind of switching topics here but the misconception with believers is once saved always saved and once you're delivered you'll never struggle with that temptation again no there are many familiar and that'll be next week we'll talk about that that next week but there are many familiar spirits that and those familiar spirits are the demons that have tempted us through our lifetime right um because they know what our struggles are. And just because you're delivered from it does not mean you won't be tempted to do it again. That's why we repent continuously. Right. Daily. You know, we die daily. So, you know, today I may not have fallen, but I pray that the Lord extends grace to me and mercy that I may not fall again, that I go and sin no more. Right. And we cannot, the minute we do fall is when we take an account saying, oh, I didn't do this today or I didn't do that today. No, God allowed me and gave me the strength to not sin and not fall short so that the testimony of the people is that look what God has done, not look what Crown One has done, not look at what Kim Burrell has done, not look at what Reggie Lewis has done, a.k.a. don't blink. So we always have to point the credit to God. So I'm very careful as well as how I choose my words because I don't want to speak pride or speak the spirit of pride into my, my being. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm very careful, like, you know, instead of saying, well, KP was able to do this, this, this. No, like, God allowed us to have this connection, that connection, this provision, you know, allowed us to avoid a downfall, so on and so forth. So regarding Kimberrell, we just have to use wisdom. If you're a Christian that has a problem with her statements, you don't have a problem with her. You have a problem with God and you have a problem with the Bible. And most likely you have been deceived um and what the bible actually states so i encourage people to not only listen to what possibly your pastor says but read the bible for yourself a lot of people don't read the bible for themselves and that's what we're dealing with today you know people follow a teacher via social media or a building right and they never go beyond what they've seen 
So we got a lot of people that are either uneducated or know the Bible and using it for selfish gain because they know if they are God loves everybody and doesn't do this, that and the third, then they'll have more members, which results into more funds. So they don't want to preach the truth for fear (laughs) of losing their position. I'll stay in the gray area. I won't deal with the black and white. I'll stay gray. Right, right. (laughs) Many shades. Fifty shades of gray is going on. Yeah, I'll stay gray. I won't really deal with your issues, your sins. I'll hit you up a little bit about it. I'll check check you every now and again. And we're not even talking about prosperity. We're just talking about, you know, um, preaching non-truth, you know, telling not a whole truth, but part of the truth. Right. You know, um, even amongst, you know, when it comes to like salvation and stuff like that. So my encouragement to individuals is is to love God, love his word and understand his word to the point where you um, you understand what the word says and you know how to effectively deal with people that don't understand or or uh, do understand, but are refusing to uh receive it you know and mm-hmm. there's even people that have told me several people that have told me well you know i just don't believe in the word but i believe in god and i'm like so you believe in the god of the bible but you don't believe yeah. in the bible, bible itself right okay so everything that i say is not going to make sense so to you me. separate the bible from god, god of the bible god of the bible right that's wow so that's deep so they think they believe in God, but it's not. They don't God. believe his word. They believe in another God, and, you know, because you can't really separate. Anyway, so, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that, that, that doctrine is out there. That teaching, that concept of learning is out there where they separate the word from the God. So, uh, we'll see how you can do that, but it's, you know, people do it, you know. Yeah, you know, it's just. Um, right. I, f- I feel, uh, I guess, remorse for those that don't know. But I find a consolation and I find a refuge in knowing that the Bible holds those accountable for what you know. So, and actually, we're going to start doing this. We're going to put disclaimers at the beginning of our show. <laughs> not that it's because the reason why, and I'm going I'm to say this because I'm actually supposed to be not on social media, but I'm going to say this. Everything that we talk about, if you listen to it, you're going to be held accountable for after right. the fact. After the fact. Because the Bible says you're held accountable for what you know. So if you don't want the truth, right. you don't want to listen to future focus. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's good. Thank you. Because if you don't, if, if you're comfortable being ignorant and blissful in your ignorance, then by all means, I don't advise you to, but I can't make that decision for you. Right. So like with, you know, people, um, you know, once I talk about certain things or we talk about certain things from Moana to all these different things that are archaic knowledge, but are documented in the Bible and, and presented well, you know, we talk about these different things. Then it's your choice to choose right or wrong. But if you never knew, God's not going to be like, well, you... Uh, did this, this, this. So you're going to H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. No, 
and I didn't mean to make that rhyme. <laughs> but <laughs> but you're a rapper, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you know the question that a lot of people say that ask me, and I know we're kind of off topic here, but like they say, well, if a man was born in the desert and lived in the desert his whole life and never was preached the gospel and he dies, or a boy. You know, with children is different, but if it's a grown man and he never heard about the gospel, would he go to heaven or would he go to H-E-Double Hockey Sticks? Well, I believe he would not go to H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. He wouldn't go to hell. Wow. That's a whole other scope. It's a whole other scope because the Bible says you're held accountable for what you know. Right. So if you're remaining in ignorance, it's not your fault. If you're remaining in ignorance, and this, this is goes even a step further, if you're remaining in ignorance that homosexuality is okay and it's mm. been preached to you right in in the culture that you grew up in you know along with incest and bestiality and all the other kind of stuff if you've been taught by that by the parents it's woe to those that taught you that because they know the truth or maybe they didn't and that's a whole nother topic of generational curses and all this other kind of stuff mm. but you're not going to be held accountable for what you don't know you're going to be held accountable mm. for what you do know. Mm. So me as a teacher wow. to not tell you <laughs> the truth, wow. despite my personal gain, whatever it is, oh, man. I'm going to face a lot. So I'm telling you the truth that's regardless tough. of how I feel about that, it. Future focus. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough to swallow, man. Woo. All right, y'all. We done. Yeah, we done. We out. We done. We done. We done. Cry one out officially. Future focus. <laughs> Yeah, man. Chew on that one, man. Chew on that one. You're only going to be held accountable to what you know. Yes. Man. So, if you don't like the truth, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. you. We hope you are strengthened and encouraged. Meet us back here on Friday, next Friday. Yes, sir.